I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, let's go to the movies with or without kids with Ify Wadaway of Maximum Film. Plus, Biz takes a big bite of sandwich. <laughs> Woo! Good morning. <laughs> uh, just going with a check-in. It is bright and early over here, and my four-year-old decided to wake my six-year-old up with a golden shower this morning. So that's what's going on. And two months ago, this would have, like, destroyed my entire day, week, month, I don't know. But I started some antidepressants for the first time in my life about, I don't know, four to six weeks ago, something like that. So I don't know if it's that or if it's the holidays or what, but, like, I'm able to see the humor in it. And it was a lot of cleanup, but you know, it is what it is. There was a little nice surprise. It may have been the bath time with the kids. And my six-year-old is much more independent with uh, bathing himself than he was the last time that I gave him a bath. So that was that was nice. And, you know, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, what? it's funny. It's funny. <sighs> Have a good day. <laughs> it is funny because you're broken. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Yeah, the I like the uh, sort of progression of... Why am I not having the same reaction I would have had a while ago? Now, I always go right to slowly having been chipped away at, right? Just by parenting and just six and four. Mm, you know, that's a lot. So that that's one. Medication, yes, 100% could be the reason you have zero feelings about this. <laughs> and that's good. Two, you might just actually be so drowning from holidays and breaks and Omicron and everything else that, yeah, you just, sometimes the thing that many people think is the worst is the thing that makes us laugh the hardest when we're done. <laughs> and, you know, and I, again, lemons out of lemonade, they peed on one another, not you. This would be a very different story if you woke up to that shower. I say, turn it into a family legend. Have a good time. I think it's actually amazing that you found humor in it. You're doing a really good job. You're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Speaking of great jobs, let's send out the love with thank yous. Thank you, thank you, thank you, teachers. Da, da, da. Thank you, thank you, thank you, doctors. Da, da, da. Thank you, thank you, thank you, mailmans. Da, da, da. Thank you, thank you, thank you, pharmacists. Da, da, da. Thank you, thank you. Key change. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, principals. Thank you, thank you, thank you, volunteers. Thank you, thank you, veterinarians. All right, that's. <laughs> we're not going any higher than that. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you very much. You know, the hits keep on coming. Thank you. Thank you to 
really, all the teachers, all the administration in schools helping keep them run or help keeping them remote or just essentially you got to pivot all the time. So thank you for wearing your pivoting shoes. Medical industry, again, above and beyond and then past that is where you've gone. And I just hope that we as a nation don't get lazy in realizing the incredible efforts that you've had to put in over the last two and a half years. You are really remarkable. And if you are in a snippy mood, you deserve it. That is okay. (laughs) Everybody's just making the day-to-day run. It's incredibly important. I really appreciate you. And I want to thank the volunteers who are out there supporting the people who are out there. Guys, remember, like, we have this thing at the school where we just, we've started bringing, like, snacks and, like, thank you signs to the people who swab our kids' noses, right? Like, that is a gross job. I've talked about that before, swabbing people's noses. And I just think that's awesome. And we have some other people who bring stuff for teachers. And just, like, who can we keep bringing stuff to to say hi to, you know, and thank you to? Little sign, thank you, at the grocery store. Thank you, at the post office. Thank you on the door of the, I don't know, hospital. That's a little weird. Maybe not right on the door of the hospital. Like somewhere, maybe in like a like a lounge, like a nurse's lounge, right? Like you got somebody in there, give them the sign. They can go stick it up for you. You know, let's just don't get lost from seeing each other because you guys are all out there doing such a good job. And I really appreciate you. Speaking of things I appreciate, I love a good sandwich. Don't you? Except in this case, I am referring to what has been coined the Sandwich Generation Sandwich. As many of you know, I have been really trying to get my folks out here from Alabama, and we did it. And they live here now, and it is wonderful It does put me in a place where I am sort of sandwiched between my kids and my folks in terms of helping. And for the most part, it's totally good. I think they're out here because I wanted to be able to help as they age. They're both in their 80s. I think just like with kids, I think it's the unexpected the strange unexpected moments that catch me off guard. So, for example, my father had some dental surgery and I was over there caring for him yesterday and overnight. And then I was leaving my mom with like, you know, we went over like, this is when the next medications are given. This is when, you know, he needs to eat. He needs to have something in his stomach, blah, blah, blah. And we're going through it. And there's that moment where you're sort of like, like to yourself, can they do it? Could shit like five years ago, I wouldn't have asked that question in my own mind, right? Like 10 years ago, for sure not, right? These are smart, amazing, capable people who are now just older, <laughs> tired, fucking done. So it's such a weird, it's not even a question that comes up while I'm there. It's like once I've gone, I'm like, I wonder if that's going to happen, right? <laughs> like, I think it will pretty sure it will. But also there might be a day where it really won't. And, you know, just and just like kids, when it comes to these things, 
I have learned my lessons and you just got to kind of roll with them. Be prepared to pivot. Be prepared to shift mode when needed. But it's, you know, stuck in my teeth, as it were. A little piece of lettuce stuck out a little mustard on my shirt. Gotta, gotta change shirts. So, you know, that is what so many of us are going through. And I know that one of the things that not only do my parents and I share joy for, uh, but I have found uh, wonderful to use as an escape mechanism is movies. We're going to talk about how awesome movies are with Ify Wadaway. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. This week, we are welcoming Ify Wadaway, who is an actor, a comedian, a writer, who has appeared on Comedy Central's Key and Peele, Workaholics, IFC's Comedy Bang Bang, and Comedy Central's At Midnight, and is one of the hosts at Maximum Fun's podcast, Maximum Film, among Ooh. many other things. I am sure this is not the most updated of the bios, so we'll pump him for information in a little bit. Welcome, Ify. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I gotta just... Your boy, is, I want to be on a radio show. Let's do a radio show. Like, hey, good morning. That's <laughs> uh, what it always feels like. All right. Before we get into all the fun things we could talk about today, I'm going to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is, who lives in your house? And by house, really, wherever you hang your hat. Yeah, yeah. And by no, who, I... whoever you want to mention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I can finally say uh, house because uh, because I'm renting a house, nice. and I definitely remember when when I really felt that because I actually moved two do- blocks down, and I had my daughter outside playing with the neighbor's daughter, and my daughter's like, "Oh yeah, my house is over there," and the little daughter goes, "That's not a house, that's an apartment." <gasps> And I was like, oh, screw you, kid. Oh, I was like, oh, so you're so you're raising a pedant, huh? Is that is is that was that what you is that what you're doing? So now I got my baby in a house with me, but you know, co-parenting, and it's and it's been fun because, and and I say fun almost sarcastically because like two weeks ago. Yeah. My girlfriend had COVID, and that was a crisis okay. in its own because it was my girlfriend and my daughter and me, and we were all oh, here. Wow. And when she tested positive, I was like, oh, snap. Well, we're going to test. I had to test my daughter. And then when she was negative, I was like, okay, you have to leave. I have to save yeah. you. So her mom came and picked <laughs> her up. And then uh, and then I was I was negative through the whole experience kind of taking care of her. And then the week after I'm ready to receive my child again, yeah. then I test positive. And I was oh. like, you got to stay away again. So Actually, luckily, I love that you are sharing this story because this is, again, another facet of like the pandemic and like mm-hmm. co-parenting that it just is not. Like, where's its front page headline? Oh, I'm sorry. It has to do with kids and parenting. So fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't care. Yeah, we don't really care. But that's like super disruptive in so many ways. And trying to get your kid. I mean, did your kid ever get it? I mean, like, I'm I'm so worried that it's like once it's in the house, it's like stuck to you like glitter. 
everybody's going to have glitter on them. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing that I <laughs> feel no one realizes. Kids are eternally sick. So yeah, this I know. past two years have just been a nightmare because it's been for everyone. It's like, oh, my gosh. I, I do I have COVID? And it was like, yeah. no, it's literally every day because my yeah. child came out the womb coughing yes. and has not stopped coughing. And then also the school wants to be assholes. Yeah. And if they start oh. coughing, they got to get sent home. And it was like, you well, gotta go. because right. there's this <laughs> unwritten war between parents yes. where your kid starts coughing and you're like, well, you sent your sick ass kid to school. Oh, Guess no. what? I'm sending my sick ass kid that's to school. Right, that's right. They got <laughs> sick at school. Yeah. They weren't yeah. sick when they left. See, COVID's ruined that yeah for you can, you can no us. longer fire back <laughs> you can no longer be like well there wasn't a fever Once yeah at least i can you know how old is yours she's five she's oh, gonna be so six in a five. yeah oh so you are also trapped in the no vaccine no yeah. like well now she can well so now she, she can yeah she, yeah she but yeah it, you're right i was trapped in the in the nega zone and then yep. now we're good and it's so funny because it was this thing where you're like i, I got it i got it and now that you got it you're like okay does the scheduling work out right yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, let me find the time know, to right? get her down there. And all, all my uh, parents would friend, yeah, because she's just at the cutoff. So all my yeah. friends with younger kids oh. are feeling the same way. And now Pfizer just sends it to the FDA for a much like for a much younger one that they're yeah. crossing their fingers for. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, cross your fingers, but you're going to be in this boat too, where you're like, well, do I? Can we? Because you know, yeah. there's all the scheduling. <laughs> Will we be able to find the time to... Oh, God, no. I was camped out. I was oh, like, stick them. Stick them Im- all. Stick them all. And then <laughs> stick them as many times as you possibly can. And then stick me, too, just in case I can get another stick. But the... Okay. You've got a kid who isn't vaccinated because they're under five. And that is the age of all the colds. Like, it's, it's like a... It is sort of like a rite of passage. You're going to go to preschool... And then everybody is going to be sick for at least a year. And by everybody in your family, your kid's going to come home with a million things. Mm -hmm. And it's a freaking nightmare right now because every sniffle is, is it COVID? Oh, yeah. COVID? Is it COVID? Have I killed the entire population of like, you know, (laughs) I don't know, Covina? What's Mm -hmm. happened? And that is just undue stress on top of, you know what you normally have to deal with as a parent. Oh, yeah. Just kind of awful. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I just finally, you know, got around. She went to the uh, playground and it's oh, so yeah. fun seeing them play because they're, you know, the, the kids, they don't care. They're like, all right, yeah, I'm going to just run around and yeah. I'm going to just got, got my mask. My dad keeps yelling yep. at me to pull it up, but whatever. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been wild. So, but luckily <laughs> the story has a great ending because this trip was planned out Oh, like about a month or so ago. But we're going up to Lake Arrowhead this weekend. All parties are negative. Yeah. <laughs> All parties are negative. <laughs> we have the the antibodies. Yep. We're ready. Oh. And so now we're- You're prime. Yeah. You should go to like Disneyland and like oh, lick things. Oh, I know. Yeah. You I, should that's go what I'm like wherever you get on a plane. I don't yeah, know. Go anywhere it, you want. You it's are time. so- you, I truly feel <laughs> invincible. Like, know. you know, I stopped going to my <laughs> golds because I go to Barbell Brigade. Oh, man, whatever. Yeah. I post it on social media, so it's not even he worth it. He is very developed, everyone, yeah. in the arms. <laughs> if you can't see yeah. on this 
audio podcast. <laughs> he uh, cares about his body. Yeah, okay. so so I'm I'm in there. I'm usually good to, and they they're really good about having the mask mandate. They were yeah. they were the first gym I went to, and the whole reason I started going to the gym was because they separated the equipment and taped it off. Oh by six. wow! Yeah, they were they were on it. So I've just kind of stayed there. Yeah, and but I but I go. They don't. It's like a lifting gym. Yeah. There's not much cardio <laughs> equipment. So when I need to like run to kind of shed some of these pounds, these lbs, <laughs> they I have to go I to goals what you're talking about you know i'm just write... shaking my head like this i literally just drank some potato chip crumbs out of this bowl like as if it was a goblet of like i don't know nectar from the guy you know just being being very much myself oh yeah well, so okay i want to talk a little bit about now i have had the privilege of being on maximum funds your podcast max film and if I remember correctly, you were in a room that looked like the most tuned up at home theater setup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. and I think I shared the story with you. We started losing our mind right away. Oh, yeah. And we have this like super shitty, don't sneeze. The garage will go over. Like it still has like a flag in it from the people who used to live here. And like, mm -hmm. like some kids elementary school picture in it. I mean, it is not a safe place. And that is now the home movie theater. We, Stefan went out and got like this big, like rollout screen. We've got the projector. We got the surround sound. Like oh, on, yeah. for his birthday, he got this thing that I was like, I don't know what that is. It's, does it make you happy? That is very good. I am so glad. And like there's sound everywhere and it has been his happy place. And I've enjoyed it. Like when I go out to watch my like, you know, uh, Peacemaker or I just recently <laughs> got into Doom Patrol. So I've been watching Ooh. that on the big screen. Yeah. So I've seen that evolution. Tell me, yours is, yours looks like. You're not looking up if the earth starts to shake. I'm always oh, like, yeah. oh, God, I'm going to die under these Christmas decorations. That's how I'm going to go. Tell me about the setup and, and, and how it's helped. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> went full nesting mode as like everyone when we did it. So, yeah, when I was in the apartment, as, oh, yeah. uh, you know, my my daughter's friend would call it. Right. I, I had a, a little bit smaller TV. I think it was a 56 inch. And then I started with the sound bar. Uh, and, the sound but, bars. That's the entryway. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the entryway. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times you'll go to someone's house and you you know you're listening through the TV speakers and you're like oh the words are kind of muffled and it's like because yeah. it's coming out that one speaker there's there's a dynamic yeah. sound coming out <laughs> and so I got the sound bar and then once I found out that sound bars were essentially like Lego blocks that you can build upon yeah that was it because I got sound bar I added the woofer and then I <laughs> added the back the, yeah. the back yeah. speakers so that's oh. what I have right now it's, and that's epic. Yeah, and and of course, when I moved over here and saw I had more space, oh. I upgraded, and I believe this is a seventy-five inch, Jeez. and I'm still I'm still like looking at it, and I was like, I it, he, it could be bigger though. Yeah, it yeah. could be. See, that's <laughs> why you need the literal rollout screen, yeah. giant like. It's and Stefan always has to. To me, it always looks like the projector image is like lined up perfectly. But he'll always come in and like fiddle with just the smallest corner. And I'm like, who are you doing that for? You're not even watching this with me. Get out, yeah. leave. 
She's like, it's, the off. it's, it's door. off. I see it. I see it. It's a little skewed. I got to mess with it a little bit. So your movie lover, have you begun? And are you excited about what you're going to share with your kid? Oh, yes. It's been fun because the, it's it's like the share V, yeah. like what they're into. You know, she was not <laughs> yeah. immune to the frozen phase, frozen, no? frozen to she liked soul. So it's really been a lot of those things. And the fun thing about Disney Plus is you can go yeah. and find it. But now, you know, these kids nowadays. I know. You know, everything is like kind of this 3D animation. Yeah, we don't let ours have anything. Yeah. <laughs> so so when 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 she sees me trying to put on a regular 2D animation, mm. she's kind of like, ah, oh, where's What's the this where's old yeah, well, there's where's that other dimension? There's a dimension <laughs> missing from this. So that that's that's been fun. But what's been even more fun is if there's a movie for kids that interests me. Now yeah. I don't have to just be like, oh, I'm gonna just watch it myself. I can watch it for her, and no matter how good the movie is to me, seeing her yeah. like enjoy it, it's so funny. And also, it's funny. When it's a thing that she doesn't get yet, but yeah. sees me laughing, and then she's like, "Well, why are you laughing?" Yeah, like the big thing. Um, it was in Luca. I don't know if you all seen yeah. Luca yet. And when he's talking and confiding into his grandmother, but she's just sleep with her eyes open. Yeah, and that just took me out. And she was <laughs> like, "What? Why is that funny?" I was like, "Oh, it's because she thought she was a, a you know awake, and she he was talking to her like she, but she didn't hear anything." And then you know. Um, Molly, my girlfriend, wanted to see the scene again, so we rewind it, and then this time she laughed with us because she's like, "Okay, I get, I yeah. get those funny now." <laughs> yeah, no, it's great, Stefan. We both do different things with the kids, movie wise, and ours are now eight and twelve. So the twelve-year-old has been—they've been doing a Saturday movie night. I mean, Friday movie night for a couple of years now, and they are able. Man, I'm just telling you. It gets so good because they are going through all of them. I mean, you yeah. know, they've done everything from Bill and Ted to, yes. you know, E.T. and Jaws and obviously all the Star Wars. Yeah. But like Ellis, our younger one, just got the back-to-back -back Ghostbusters. Ooh. And for the first time, we as a family sat in that garage and watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which Ooh. to me like signifies sort of a grown up movie yeah. a little bit. And we all watched it and everybody got it. And everybody was laughing and everybody was whooping and hollering and wow. And I did like Stefan and I both kind of do that look like, oh yeah, this is yeah. what we've been waiting for. Like oh, that was the perfect movie for exactly what y'all did. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I recently watched it and I was like, yeah, this it's perfect for that. For, for the that. parents yeah. and the kids they introduced the Ghostbusters to. Now they get to watch this new generation and yeah. the kids are doing their thing, but there's a whole bunch of Easter eggs for the older folks who remember. It's oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. that. Yeah, you did it right. Yeah, no, I think if you're a movie lover, I think movies are just a great way to hang with your kid, especially when there are times that you don't want you don't want to hang with your kid. Like oh, yeah. I or they don't want to hang with you, right? Like I, my mother at one point, my sister had gone to college. I think I was like in high school, maybe like 
ninth grade. And she, this, we'd go to the video store and rent a video. But we would rent all, she rented all the uh, Alfred Hitchcocks. And we started going through all the Alfred Hitchcocks together on the weekend. And then my father and I bonded over like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, right? And I think pretty much my mother taught me all I needed to know about self-protection from Die Hard. Shoot them till they're dead, baby! You shoot them till they are dead! <laughs> Did you have that kind of experience growing up? Do you, like, what What brought you to movies? Oh, man. M- movies, it w- I was, you know, that 90s kid who found movies through channel flipping. Yeah. My, my dad, you know, he was a Nigerian immigrant, and he, he didn't watch much like he wasn't like a movie guy that wasn't you know and the movies he did watch they were nollywood movies and he wouldn't let me watch it with him so i so like the movies i got were the ones that i picked up or stuff i was pulling out of my mom's collection which was like what's love got to do with it waiting to exhale you know just definitely definitely wasn't you know having my hand held into my movie watching it i was thrown to the wolves watching monsters ball with my aunts And they told me to close my eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this is so long. What is happening? Why is my eyes closed this long? (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I do sometimes wonder, do you think that's like what led to your investment? Because like Stefan's Stefan's parents were like, you know, you can watch this uh, movie that's on PBS or uh, the BBC. And like an Agatha Christie. But they didn't like... I was like such a kid that was raised on TV and movies. And so to me, our relationship is, well, what about this? I haven't seen that. You've never seen that, right? Like how have you like, how are you a functioning human being? And I think that's part of his drive. So do you, I mean, is that one of the reasons that you think you really just dive like into movies? Because I don't, you don't strike me as somebody who has got like a type. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely like any and all movies. And it was funny because it was right before I joined Maximum Film where I I was the guy who's like, I always wanted I always want to be watching more movies. I want to be yeah. checking out movies. And, you know, my roommate moved in and he was that movie guy who loved every which movies and yeah. was kind of a tastemaker, which was like, oh, you'd probably like this and that. And so it slowly kind of wrapped me in. And before you know it, I was watching things like Mother and being like, no, I actually like it, even though yeah. everyone hates this. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So when I joined Max Film, you know, at the time it was who shot you. I was like, oh yeah, because yeah. I came on as a guest when uh, when Ricky left, and uh-huh. I was like, oh yeah, this is fun. And Casey asked if I want to do it. And I was like, yeah, no, this is an excuse to watch a new movie a week every week. And now I finally got to the point because I there was a point when I started when I would always do a bonus movies just mm-hmm. so I can have something for the what's good. If you notice. <laughs> You know, Drea and Alonzo will be searching the annals of their brain library to find the perfect what's good thematically. And I'm like, what is something an actor has been in that I've seen that was also in this movie? And then it (laughs) seems like I also did that same kind of brain work when really I'm just scratching the surface here. (laughs) Uh, So then I got then it just got busy and now I'm finally back at the time with the home theater where yeah. I'm just watching all the movies I can as I'm just going about it. Oh, my God. I got to put you and 
Stefan in a room together and just yeah. compare notes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell me, what are you watching now? What's, what are you like? Oh, I can't wait for the either. I can't wait for this to come out or I'm, this is what I'm watching this week and it's totally guilty pleasure fun. I want to do it. What do you, what's, what's okay. your. So, so movies wise, you know, I get to be one of these cool kids cause I got my Sundance pass and I can't wait for nanny to come out for everyone to see. It's a, it's a, tell me about nanny. I don't know anything. Nanny is (laughs) about a Senegalese nanny who is helping this like, you know, waspy New York couple raise their child. And a lot of, you know, creepy mystical stuff ensues. And it's all kind of based in African mythology. And I definitely know all of the, kind of uh spirits yeah. or that they're referencing. So it was well, really exciting stuff. and fun to me. And it's and it's like a very well-paced, beautiful movie. Sh- shots are looking great while also you're getting to see this like almost insufferable couple just like exist in the background like that's kind of like just you're just like oh they're they're yeah, I see what's going on here and you're having that fun. So I'm really excited to see who lands that and when that comes out. And, you know, of course, this was my, if you listen, this was my what's good, but After Yang was really great, too. Was it? Uh, Yeah. After Yang and Cha-Cha Real Smooth, which is a nice rom-com. It's a cute rom-com, which I think will be fun. TV-wise, I just finished Yellow Jackets, and I'm- Oh, my gosh. I have not watched it yet, but my sister, like, texted me and was like, you you need to drop everything that you're doing. I was like, what is it? High school cheerleading team lost in the woods. All that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Bus crashes in the woods, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, please tell oh, me yeah. there's cannibalism." Yeah. Anyway, oh. I know she said that I would. I'll, I'll, it's, it's not a spoiler because it literally opens with that. Yes, the yes, first scene, the first scene, <laughs> the first scene you'll see is cannibalism. So you're okay. you're both, It's well, like I, Lord of the Flies meets <laughs> Wasp meets like angsty teenagers. Okay, uh, I'm yeah, good. I'm all in for that. It's I I had. Oh, that's so good. It's juicy. I it's one of those shows that you love to watch and then talk about because it's definitely theories that'll keep you guessing from the season oh. and the season cliffhanger is I mean, that's oh, no, it. No, 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 no. oh yeah that's it that's all I'm gonna tell you I'm all you now you gotta go watch it oh, so, now I gotta go watch it now you have had the privilege of working on a little peacemaker yes uh, podcast tell us all about that for all of us who are DC nerds and <laughs> in particular yeah. in love with this show yeah, so it's called Podly. It's the official companion podcast of Peacemaker. Uh, yeah, it's I, it's been a blast. They yeah they asked me. They were like, "Oh, do you want to do it for Peacemaker?" And I was like, "Sure." And I got to watch the entire season, oh so I know everything that's gonna happen. Yeah! And it's so fun to see people seeing stuff because also you get to be in this unique position because, you know, as a fan of like the TV watching experience, and I'm glad that they're doing it week by week so you can't just binge it, you get to have this weekly conversation Normally, you know, you're guessing with everyone, but I get to be in this fun one to see who's getting on to it, who's way off, who's, you know, who's kind of have an insight that I didn't expect to see. And it's been super 
duper fun. And the super fun thing about Podley was every episode was either with someone from the cast or James Gunn. Uh. James Gunn was the first episode. And, you know, we were talking about this before we started recording, but you get to you rarely get to watch a show and then like essentially thank the creator yeah. and say how they, it was great <laughs> and start to pick their brain. And, right. J- and James was very open to, you know, just answering was like, was this, this, and, and he's, he's having fun with it. it. It was like, you know, at this point, you know, that some of the things Peacemaker says about other DC characters, <laughs> I know. it was like, oh my- Okay, I'm sorry. I have to, guys, this is not a spoiler. Of yeah, any kind, it's not. But in a recent episode, there is, I'm so bad at names, even with friends, Amanda Waller's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and her girlfriend. Yes, Daniel they, Brooks. Yeah. They sit on the couch and they're just saying, this was too much. I shouldn't have, you know, taken it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. She goes, let's just go home to Gotham. And I like, like, Steph and I both kind of did like a thing and I was like, wait. They live in Gotham yeah. and they think that that's the place to go. And like, like this is too much. Yeah. Let's just go back to, to Gotham, Gotham. Where crime is, just is like, prevalent. Everywhere. Night, like, yeah. It is not a relaxing town. It's like constantly New York in the 70s, as far as I know. Yeah. And I just was like, it was such this like tiny little drop that they said. It was such a throwaway line that like had me howling. And thinking about it for like the rest of well, till now, yeah. till now. I mean, that's like what's four gr- hours later. That's what's great about it is, yeah. James do, does those jokes within the jokes where there's the, you know, jokes for the show and there's jokes for things as a fan. Like the yeah. fact that he ma- references Matter Eater Lad, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like in every <laughs> useless superpower listicle on the internet right now. And they're like, yeah, no, we we made him canon because you yeah. know this is DC canon, so he's just adding <laughs> these weirdos it's, to the DC canon. But it's so good because as a lover of like what I like to call the sea level superheroes. Mm-hmm. I like I you know I need my booster gold show. Where's my booster yeah. gold show? The gold and the blue. That Gabe and I have talked quite often. I think he guess he even has a little tattoo. Uh, <laughs> I know we are DC nerds. I don't know where I was even going with this. I was just getting excited talking to somebody who likes. Oh yeah, some no, of the stuff. It, it, and that's truly, <laughs> I feel like speaking to James. That's yeah. what he feels like his purpose is. He's like, I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find these like sea levels. And that's all we need to say about parenting. Yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> all right. There. Clearly, if he, I could talk to you uh, about uh, nerdy things forever, but I just, I'm so glad you could come on. I love, th- I. I just think it's going to be great, the movie journey you get to start <laughs> with your daughter. And also, good job in the world of co-parenting, because that's a lot of work. I mean, it's like extra, extra work. And so, yeah. good job, uh, <laughs> especially navigating COVID with that. And we will make sure that everybody can find you, not only at Maximum Film, but with Podly and and all the other fun stuff that you're doing. So thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I was so excited to hop on and chat with you. This Couldn't one? get enough of you on Max Film. I had to chase you down to your own mm, I know. We should go back and like, I will always think, I did not say all the things I needed to say yeah. about that <laughs> yeah. movie. 
But yeah, guys, I went go back and find it. I we talked about the lost daughter of all things. Yeah. Uh, and that wasn't something I would have signed up to watch. <laughs> and these guys think they can talk about a movie in 15, 20 minutes with me as the guest. That's like just the, the warm-up. That's not even to the, you know, I can't ever stop. So go find that. That's a good time. Thank you so much. Oh no, thank you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bombas. Bombas' mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. I love this mission. It's clear, it's to the point, and I love that Bombas really does everything in order to support carrying out that mission. I have Bomba socks on my feet right now. My children have Bomba socks. They last forever. They are incredibly well-made and they make more than socks. They make socks and shirts and underwear. And just like the socks, they're all things you just can't wait to put on every day. Go to bombas.com slash badmother and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bad mother for 20% off. Bombas.com slash bad mother. One Bad Mother is supported in part by HelloFresh. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order online or in the app. You can change your delivery day, your food preferences, and the plan size, or skip a week whenever you need to. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make, even with pictures, which helps a lot. And it's just really helpful to have something like HelloFresh to supplement your meals throughout the week. I am so tired of meal planning. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BadMother16 and use code BadMother16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash BadMother16 and code BadMother16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Genius me, me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was about to have a sip of water like I'm just waiting for me to genius myself. Two words. Pill stickies. Okay. Not only as I was leaving my parents' apartment, I'd gone over with Mama while I'm gone, there are three pills that may be distributed, okay? One is the next ibuprofen. There is then an antibiotic. 
And then if I'm not back, by the time it's due, there will be the ibuprofen again, okay? And as needed for pain, you can give them a bigger, bigger pill. But you don't need to unless he's really, okay. I've got the time listed, the amount listed in an email that I've sent on paper to check off. She wrote it all down. And then I was like, mm, what am I going to do? Because those pill bottles all look exactly alike. I got, I took, I embraced my inner Gabe and I got some stickies. I got post-it notes and I wrote down on each post-it note. One said ibuprofen, 11 a.m., one pill. And I put the ibuprofen bottle on that. And I did the same for the antibiotic and I did the same for the big pain pill that just said, only if needed, do not give unless needed. I was just like, okay, now there is there. I just felt like this is something I can do. She found it helpful because it's not like the apple falls far from the tree. I didn't get this kind of organizational skills from like nowhere. <laughs> they weren't innate. <laughs> they were nurture, not nature. I thought that was pretty good. So maybe that'll help you too if you are having to medicate people. Anyway, yay. Hey, so this is like a low bar genius. Um, I realized we needed a bunch of like cleaning supplies for cleaning today. So I went on Target. Target had like a deal. Got a bunch of cleaning supplies that I'm about to check out. And it hits me that my sunglasses broke like a few weeks ago and I've been you know, suffering, not suffering, but strong word. But I've been dealing with the fact that every time I drive, my, I have to squint because I can't see because I broke my cheap sunglasses. So I just added a pair of sunglasses to my order. That's that's where I'm at. I remembered to buy sunglasses for myself because I am a self. You guys are doing a great job, and so am I. Bye. It's true. You are. I mean, again. Low bar. We need we need like a a T-shirt that says "Welcome to the low bar." This might have to be the new one bad mother shirt. What do you think, Gabe? Welcome to the low bar, where everybody knows your shame. <laughs> no, we won't do that. But I like "Welcome to the low bar." Look, Gabe's writing it down on a sticky. God, Gabe will always be my genius forever. Anyway, I love this low bar, but it's not that low because sunglasses. You can replace that with any, anything, be it like a better makeup brush, a toothbrush, like a hairbrush. Oh, like I lost my charging cord. Now I run around and have to do all this complicated stuff just to charge up, right? Like we had little things like this all the time that you only think about when you need it. And when you need it, you really need it. And when you don't have it, it's infuriating and it can just screw shit up. So... I think that this is such a good job. If I was at a dinner party, I would tap the wine glass, ding, 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 and make sure that everybody heard this genius and then insist on applause or that we all tap right. Ding, 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 ding. You're doing a great job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, me. Okay, I will. I am been very good at helping my parents with their appointments and scheduling. Ellis, who's not a parent, is my child, 
had a orthodontist appointment check-in and we just didn't give him any heads up no heads up no warning like we're literally sitting at, bre- at breakfast and Stefan says and you've got the orthodontist this morning so you don't have to rush and he was like what and I was like yes you do I'm like, like as if we didn't even try and say we told you he's like I didn't know and we're like yeah no we know we just forgot to tell you and this is not the first time that I've just forgotten to tell one of my children who thrive on information. They thrive on information. It is like their sunlight. And we just haven't given it to them. And then we surprise them right after they've woken up, which is not the best time for surprises. So, uh, there you go. Hey, guys. This is a fail. It is currently 1 o'clock in the morning. This is my first night solo parenting my eight-month-old. My partner is um, across the country, and I was so nervous about being able to wake up in the morning when she gets up. I don't usually do her first bottle. My partner usually does that. I don't usually hear her on the monitor. So I thought I was going to sleep on the floor in the nursery, and in doing so... I have woken my baby up. I'm not in the room with her. I am watching her on the monitor. She's rolling around in her crib. She has her binky, but her eyes are open. She's been awake now for 20 minutes. I don't feel like I can go back to sleep until I see that she's asleep. And now this just means we're both going to be so tired tomorrow. And this is such a fail because I was just trying to be able to wake up and hear her in the morning. So I'm so mad at myself. (laughs) Anyways, thank you. Um, Yep. What a fail. Oh, Oh, yeah. No, I, I am. I see you. This is a very valid fail, okay? And you are not alone in having failed this way. But don't let that take away the significance of how you feel about this fail. Yeah, I see. Well, the worry that you're not going to wake up to hear the baby or that you're not going to wake up in time, like, and that's going to lead to something awful— means you're going to have no sleep. I just, I, I now believe that you could have been laying anywhere and this week, your baby still would have woken up in the middle of the night. Even if you were in your own bed, that baby still would have woken up because it's out there. It's out there. Your, your fail is having a concern and having thought on it and having put energy into the concern by trying to come up with a helpful solution. And then that went out into the universe And the universe said, go fuck yourself. That was your failure. I think you're doing a tremendous job, though. Just just side note, doing that first the first time when you're doing the solo parent thing. Oh, it feels like you have run and successfully completed a marathon when you're done. You're like, yeah, I did it. Okay, so you're doing a good job with that. Uh, But with sleep and you know, trying to solve a problem, you're failing horribly. So, yay. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love
Did your neighbor back into your car? Bring that case to Judge Judy. Think the mailman might be the real father? Give that one to Judge Mathis. But does your mom want you to flush her ashes down the toilet at Disney World when she passes away? Now that's my jurisdiction. Welcome to the court of Judge John Hodgman, where the people are real, the disputes are real, and the stakes are often unusual. If I got arrested for dumping your ashes in the Jungle Cruise, it would be an honor. I don't want to be part of somebody getting a super yacht. I don't know at what point you want to go into this, but we've had a worm bin before. Available free right now at MaximumFun.org. Judge John Hodgman, the court of last resort when your wife won't stop pretending to be a cat and knocking the clean laundry over. Hey, kid. Your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on Maximum Fun. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah! All right, everybody. It's time to listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi there. I am calling with a rant. I am the mother of an only child, a four-year-old daughter by choice. Me and my husband only wanted one kid, so we had one kid, and we're very happy with that. And I am so sick of hearing and seeing all the thoughtless comments people say and write about only having one kid. Or, you know, the Christmas card that says, The first kid made me a mom and dad, but the second kid made us a family. Well, fuck that. We're still parents. We're still a family. My kid still has value in this world, whether or not she has siblings. And, you know, heaven forbid, I did actually have fertility issues. How painful that would be to hear those comments every day. So to all you parents out there with only one kid... You're still parents. You're still a family. The kid still has value in this world, and they're not going to be weird and entitled just because they don't have a sibling. In fact, there's lots of weird and entitled people in the world that do have siblings. (laughs) I just wish the world would let go of their obsession with how many kids we have and support however many kids we do actually have. Thanks for the hotline. You're doing a good job. And so am I, even with one kid. God, you are doing a good job. You know what's funny is before I heard this call, this thought had popped into my head. And I I don't know why, but literally, (laughs) this is is how my brain works. Suddenly, I just thought of the following sentence. Kids, you don't have to have them. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Kids, you don't have to have them. Kids, have them if you want. Kids, surprise, there's a kid. That happens. <laughs> Ding dong. There's your kid. That's also a way to get kids. There are a lot of ways to get kids, and everybody has their right to make whatever decisions they need to when it comes to 
having children. Okay? I really hear you when it comes to, I swear to God, one, yes, I wish people would stop talking about how many kids we should or shouldn't have. But will they ever stop trying to stick their finger into women's reproductive rights or issues or just, I don't know, They everybody seems to feel like they've got some sort of proprietary, you know, rights to women's reproductive health, okay? So that is the systemic problem right there, from people touching your belly without permission to asking things like, is it a boy or a girl, to how many, to uh, are you going to have more? When are you going to have the boy, right? You've got three daughters. You got to keep trying till you get a boy. Keep trying like you're trying to find a good melon. Like, I, so irritating to me. We talk about women's body sizes, carrying low, carrying high, lose that body weight. Are you going to lose it? You're not going to lose it, right? Like, I, your face, whatever. I just, it, I, we compare the sizes of babies to fruits and shit. You know, so we're always thinking about it like a product, which is weird. I just, you're fucked if you have one kid. You're fucked if you have no kids. You're fucked if you've got two kids. You're fucked if you've got eight kids, right? Everybody has some sort of weird opinion. So that's one. Two, as we've said, there's a good chance no one's doing it at you unless they're a total asshole. So that Christmas card, for example, isn't at you right? In fact, I would rather take a look at where they put together Christmas cards, like those like online websites. And I wonder how many times there's like a click and point, happy holidays, click, right? Like (laughs) pre-done sayings, you know, it kind of makes sense, you know? Also, you can have no kids and still be a family. Like this whole, you're right, we need to let go of so many constructs (laughs) that we bind ourselves with in this particular country, as well as many other places in the world. So I I just, I totally hear you. And it's really valid to feel angry and hurt by the questions like, when are you going to have another? Or, my Uncle Larry was an only child. You know, he's in prison. <laughs> I will say my father is an only child. That's all I'm going to say. He's all right. <laughs> and you're right. It doesn't matter how many kids are in your house. They each have the right to become peculiar weirdos uh, with or without siblings. Okay. And a lot of times it's going to have very little to do with you, unfortunately. So I just, that is a fair, that is a herd rant. Let's all go be mindful. Let's also all just remember, it's also okay if you just say, yay, I love having a couple of kids. That's good too. That's okay too. Okay, that's okay too. We just have to be better at like our language and we've got to be better at being mindful of having empathy for the people we're saying things around, right? Of course, send a Christmas card. Who gives a shit? Send a Christmas card. But it doesn't hurt to be a little mindful of what your wording is, right? So I just, I just 
think you're doing an amazing job. And I always appreciate when people call in and leave calls like this, because it just helps us all remember that we all have power with what we say and, and with what we don't say. So I really appreciate it. I love a chance to be more mindful. I also just want to lead right into the wrap up with this. I love here, you know, Teresa hasn't been here. And so when she is and she hears the calls, she has started, she's like, she always points something out that I take for granted now. And that is how many people call regardless of genius, fail, rant, check in. People say, you're doing a good job and I'm doing a good job too. And I just want to point that out that I think it's remarkable. That's not how it used to be on the hotline, everybody. (laughs) I think it's remarkable that we are giving ourselves a little more grace and a little more love when it comes to that. Everybody, let's just remember that we're doing a good job. You guys are already doing a great job at that. One of the things I loved about talking with Ify Just about movies, and it just reminds me that they can become such a helpful tool when there are kids in your house. (laughs) When we have family visiting and we don't really want to engage with family the entire time or we're tired and we just need a break, you put a movie in. Everyone can sit and watch a movie. It's a great way when you are just bone tired and want to sit on the couch call your kids over, put on a movie. And as your kids get older and you find it harder to connect with them, you know, movies really helped me and my parents. Uh, Movies, movies, movies. If this was a movie, the tagline would be, you are doing a great job. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.